This episode is a thought experiment for Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, I know that Jehovah's Witnesses listen to my podcasts, albeit secretly, so if you're a Jehovah's Witness, this one is especially for you. I'll start by asking you a question. Do you care whether what you're being taught by the governing body is true or not? I'm going to ask that you answer either yes or no. So again, do you care whether what you're being taught by the governing body is true or not? If the answer is no, I applaud your honesty, even though it raises other questions, but we'll not go there today. I want to concentrate on those of you who answer, yes, it does matter whether what I'm being taught is true or not. For those of you who answered this way, I have a second question. Do you believe that everything the governing body teaches you is true? Again, I would ask for you to answer either yes or no. If you answer no, that you don't believe everything the governing body teaches you is true, again, I applaud your honesty, uh, but I can't help but think perhaps you'll not be a Jehovah's Witness for very much longer. But if you've answered yes, that you do believe everything the governing body teaches you to be true, then I'm going to withhold my applause for just a moment. So you say you believe everything they say is true, and you've also said that you really care about whether what they teach, what you believe, and by extension, what you teach other people is the truth. But do you? Do you really care? Let me ask you another question. This one takes a little more thought to answer. If you felt that something the governing body was teaching you, something you were expected to believe, even teach other people, was not true, what would you do to show that you cared, that you really cared about truth? Now, I've asked this question to a number of Jehovah's Witnesses over the years. Their answers usually fall into two camps. Camp one says, I'd wait on Jehovah to reveal the truth. Camp two, perhaps thinking they're a little more humble than camp one, will answer, oh, well, I'd never question the governing body. If they say it's true, then I believe them. Who am I to question God's channel of truth? Now, for those who are not prepared to question the governing body, I guess I've got nothing more to say, really, at least not in this podcast. You have demonstrated to me that truth doesn't really matter to you. You're quite happy to be told what the truth is and to go through life, not question it. Frankly, I think you're lazy intellectually and spiritually. But for those of you who do feel the governing body sometimes gets it wrong, that some things turn out to be, dare I say, false, I would ask you to really think about what this means. At the start of this podcast, I asked you if you really cared whether what you were being taught by the governing body was actually true. And you said, yes, you did. So let me return to the other question I asked. If you were to find out that something the governing body was teaching you was false, how would you show that you cared? 
Now, saying that you would wait on Jehovah while seemingly humble doesn't actually show that you care about truth. Not really. What it shows is that you're prepared to put up with falsehood until such a time as those you rely on for your truth get it right by your opinion. Internally, you actually think you know better. Yes, you do. And that you know what the real truth of a matter is, but you're not prepared to do anything about it. You won't speak up. You'll just keep your mouth shut. And that's really what weight on Jehovah amounts to. I suppose I can give you some applause if you say you wouldn't teach another person something you thought to be false, like the old anointed sister I once heard of who ripped pages out of the finished mystery book because she didn't believe what they said. But my applauding will have to be half-hearted, I'm afraid. When it comes to truth, I think if you say you care about it, you really should show that you care by sticking up for truth, by speaking out when you see falsehood. And apparently, so does the Watchtower. Here is a quote they published about truth and standing up for it. In the Watchtower, January the 15th, 1974, page 35 and 37. What results when a lie is let go unchallenged? Does not silence help the lie to pass as truth? To have freer sway to influence many, perhaps to their serious harm? God's servants in every period of history have had to expose falsehood and warn people of dangers and deception, not just in a general way, but in a specific way. It would have been far easier to keep silent or say only what people wanted to hear. But faithfulness to God and love of neighbour moved them to speak. Do you believe that lies should not go unchallenged? Then what about falsehoods told about God, misrepresentations of his announced purposes? Surely this is not less but more serious than lies of a general kind. Will faithfulness to God cause you to speak out for what is right? True Christians must speak out, not holding back in exposing false teachings of the world's religious organisations. End quote. If after that you're still in the mood for a thought experiment, imagine you have a time machine. Travel back with me to 1919, the year the governing body was supposedly appointed by Jesus as the faithful and discreet slave to provide spiritual food at the proper time. Now, imagine 1919 all the way up to now. For over a 100 years, you're taught the truth, supposedly, by the governing body. Yet over that 100 years, you will see, I hope, as you travel through time, that they change their minds on what is true time and time and time again. Which means what about the things they are teaching as truth? Was it true that Moses and Abraham were resurrected in 1925? Was it true that those alive in 1914 saw Armageddon in their lifetime? Was it true that 1975 saw the start of the thousand-year reign of Christ? Was it true that the preaching work ended before the year 2000? And why did it take until 2012 for the governing body to realise that the faithful and discreet slave was them and not 
all anointed Christians on earth at any given time. With the benefit of hindsight, you are able to see that what the governing body taught over all those years was not truth, not always, and that at any point in time, there was really no guarantee that it was the truth. And if you accepted what they were teaching you at any given time, if you believed it was true, in very little time at all, you found it was no longer true. And if it wasn't true, what was it? And so the governing body, while perhaps teaching some things that are true, have also taught falsehood over and over and over again. And over and over again, you accepted it as truth and taught it to other people. Now fast forward to 2002 and you can look back over those 100 plus years and see that time and time again, the governing body had taught things that were false. Armed with that knowledge, what will you do now? Will you stick with Jehovah's Witnesses, hoping that what the governing body is teaching now is true? Seriously, what certainty can you have that that is so? If you really care about truth, whether what you're being taught now is truth and what you're teaching others is truth, what will you do about it? How will you actually show that you do really care about truth? Is it enough to personally refrain from teaching things that you think are not true? Or does being a Jehovah's Witness make you complicit in the spreading of falsehoods? Falsehoods that have been perpetuated for over 100 years all around the globe to billions of people. For me, truth really does matter. And realising that I didn't believe 100% of what I was expected to believe and teach as a Jehovah's Witness brought me to the conclusion that I really could no longer be a witness. And so I ask you, what will you do? Will you remain associated with a religious group that teaches things that time and time again turn out to be false? Or will you stand up for the truth? Thanks for listening. Join me again next time. Bye for now.